Coming to you from Grandma's dorm room in Coffeeville, Kansas, you are listening to The Wrong Kind of Podcast. Hello, hello. Saturday. No, Friday. See, I knew that would happen. Uh. It's Friday, April 28th, the year of our Lord. Coming to you from a super secret location in the middle of the country. Don't tell anybody. This is the wrong kind of podcast. Yeah, don't tell everybody. Unless you're listening and you're trying to help us out, then tell everybody. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the uh, first rule of lawn club. You tell everybody about the first rule of lawn club. I just told you. We haven't had a meeting of the lawn club since... Hmm. Sunday last week? Yep. It's been raining. Where'd you guys go Sunday? It was here in our yard. Where was I? Clearly you weren't in the yard. No. You guys did it on Thursday. No. Because I was gone at, to a friend's house. Yesterday was Thursday. No, last Thursday. So we haven't had a lawn club in eight days? Yep. Falling behind. I'm starting to have withdrawals, man. Well, it's been raining all week. I need to smell grass clippings. Suddenly oh. you're going to become a garage. Garage club? Yes. I'm thinking it's going to clear up Sunday evenings, what I'm thinking. We could uh, invite the little-headed one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, go ahead and get that out of the way, huh? Yep. You guys got anything uh, happen cool this week? I don't know. What do we do this week? Well, I, seeing as how it's always about me, I went to uh, multiple doctors of visits, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. chiropractors and uh, and other doctors. And had shots in asses and uh, necks and backs and everything popped. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty good time. Yeah, kinky. Uh, you and I went fishing last weekend. It's uh, Saturday? Right? Sunday. Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Did you eat them fish? Not yet. Not yet? Saving up? Yep. I'd like to try to go again, mm-hmm. like maybe on uh, Monday. What did we do Saturday. Oh, we went so to the we, MMA thing. We went to the MMA deal. Yeah. So have we not? No, we haven't. We haven't podcasted well, I don't know if you guys since did. then? No, 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 we haven't. Okay. Yeah, huh. there you go. No shit. Yeah, so we went to the MMA down there. The uh, local fireman, uh, Robert Box, who's also the owner of the... Uh, Indie Brew Works. Bre- thanks. Uh, he went down there, and uh, he was doing the fighting, the MMAs, and... Uh, <laughs> The MMAs. He was doing pretty good. I, oh, yeah, I, I he think was, he was winning on the card. You he know, had it in the bag. Yeah, and I, I think he was definitely the winner. Uh, the guy got a lucky shot, and Robert's nose sprang one hell of a leak. And they weren't letting them guys fight the way they would the uh, pros. Right. I mean, those guys got to go work Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, how did that go? I mean, he wasn't out or anything. No. Dude's nose just sprang a leak, and that yeah, it, they yeah. stopped it. Uh, there was pretty good fighting. It was interesting, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. We oh, had... and all the people were there. If you're an Oklahoma person, yeah, all uh, the people. Oh, Stitt was there. Uh, Mark Wayne Mullen and uh, Kevin Herndon. Hearn. Hearn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the, uh, who else do we have there? We had the... Uh, lady from the news station that you... Yeah, lady from the news station. What The other, the other big wigs that were there, it was, uh, there was uh, shit. There was more than just three of them, wasn't there? Yeah. Well, they ended up naming off somebody else that I was like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. But it was all the big you know, wigs. another person. It was actually um what Stitt's 
cousin. Stitch cousin was the uh, was final the bout. Main, yeah. yeah. Co-main event. Yeah. Yeah. He won. And won. Yeah, yeah he won. It was a pretty good time. Didn't uh, have to deal with any uh, weird homeless people harassing us or anything. It was a pretty good time. Quite uneventful. Is that it? Do we normally deal with? There's always some weird homeless person walking okay. around. I'm sorry that I'm not sympathetic to the 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 the, the plight. Thanks, the plight. Mm-hmm. Yes, of the homeless. I mean, well, you are downtown Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to fight any homeless people. Uh, I thought I was going to fight a dude today, man. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. I went to go Do pick. Tell. I went to go pick my children up, and uh, I turned around in this dead dead end street, and I came back, and then I saw my ex wife. So I halted for a second, and I pulled in behind her. And next thing I know, I'm loading my son up, have him actually in my hands as I'm loading him up in the truck. And old boy's out here like, oh, hey, man, did you pull over in front of my house? No, bro, I just turned around. I pulled it in here. And long story short, he might be stupid. Oh, yeah. And, you know, all signs point I, to, huh? I, I did all the key things like, you know, what's up, you know, and use the big, deep voice, mm-hmm. you know, like, no, you know, told him basically get on like he'd been shit on. Uh, I found out he might be stupid. I don't know, but uh, I was his huckleberry, you know, um, whatever. I was not there for this. No. Yeah, you know me, man. Yeah. His personality and mine, they, they just didn't want to work out they, well. They don't seem to have aligned. No, no. I just, I don't like people like that. Just come up on me while I'm trying to deal with my kids. Did you pull over from my house? What if I did, Chief? You right. know, shit, you don't own the street, son. Keep yeah, walking. I mean, I stay vigilant whenever somebody pulls into my driveway and turns around and whatnot. I mean, every I think every man yeah, or dad yeah, yeah. walks to the window and well, this there's the meme. You look through yeah. the mini blind, and but, but once they're like, gone, they're gone, dude. You're I'm like, loading okay. my kids up. Well, I thought maybe he was lost. Clearly, I'm not lost, dude. Well, yeah, I'm just taking you came to me. Kids. You found me. You lost, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's lost. He lost. You should have said that. I'm not lost. Are you lost? Yeah. Are you lost, bro? Uh. We got a new uh, producer this week, Karen. Uh, she uh, signed up for the uh, maybe the lady plan, I suppose, and uh, <laughs> signed up for the lady. Plan. I believe that she is a lady and identifies as a lady. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, all signs say that she's a lady. Uh, anyway, she also makes a mean sandwich down there at oh, Bowler God. Beef. She does okay. Bowler Beef. Okay, she does make a mean sandwich. Uh, Anyway, so go down there to Bowler Beef and uh, buy a sandwich from Karen. Is it Karen? Yeah, I think it's Karen. Sorry, messing it up. I was thinking of two different Karens. Uh, they'd still be Karen. They would. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> the smoke is just rolling yeah, out, man. <laughs> good start. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a good time. Uh, anyway, go down there and buy something from them. What's that one we had? Had all the stuff on it. And then I bought the one that had the. Mine was really good. What was it? Had a wiener on it, too. Um, You got the same thing I did, but I had the wiener. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember, but it was good. I recommend not getting the wiener because it had a whole thing. Every time you bit it, the wiener tried to (laughs) go out the other side. Yeah. It was a real issue. a true story? No, it's a real... Yeah, I remember sitting at... Well, him sitting at the Yeah, me and Cheesehead got the same thing. Of course. He had no problem keeping control of the wiener, though. (laughs) I rang it too early. <laughs> it's like he knew. I jumped the gun. It's like he'd been there before. Right, right. Yeah. Knows his way around the <laughs> arena. <does he? laughs> yeah. uh, also, I went to uh, 
tell you to go buy uh, East 8th and Coffeville and go have you some Patriots uh, barbecue over there. Yes. Both of those people are struggling right now, and uh, and it's not from a lack of having good food, No, man. because coincidentally, both places are delicious. <laughs> I mean, that's some damn good barbecue. Mm-hmm. I was just so, thinking. Oh, I was, there was, <laughs> there was a deep breath. Like, I, can, I, was, I can see you. Oh, yeah. did I take? I didn't. <laughs> you sound like goes, the mayor of Coffeeville. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was an inhale with Megan, no. not I, an um, exhale. I was actually just thinking of Hershey's too. Like the uh, yes, you oh, know, our, well. that's too bad. Their the back of their building is having some issues. Yeah. So if you want ice cream, you but you have to buy it by the pint right now. And yeah. Let them know on Facebook and go pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, but tomorrow yeah. Message them and say, give me a pint. No, yes. they want you to just post right there on the on deal. The, oh, they yeah. got instructions. They have a whole thing uh, set up so that they can. There's a couple of pints of uh, pecan pie there for the uh, WKOP. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's a good time. Anyway, thanks for uh, the producers and all that. And if you want to be a producer, go to WKOPodcast.com and uh, sign up. And we appreciate your help. And yeah, it's a good time. You got to do that. Let's see. Hmm. You guys want to hear a joke? Yeah. Why not? I'll, I'll I'll bring it down a little bit for our crowd. Okay. So this lady goes to her doctor and says, "Hey, doctor, I think you've uh, gave me the wrong hormones." Oh, okay. And he says, "Why is that?" And she said, "Well, I'm growing hair on my chest. It's working its way down." And he said, "Well, how far down are you growing hair?" She said, "Well, all the way to my balls." Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a good one. Yeah, it is. Uh, like uh, it is twenty twenty three. Everybody likes that. So, uh, I got some. Uh, yeah, Megan especially liked it. I can tell by the look on her face. I, I actually was thinking it would be a great segue into like almost everything that I have to talk about. Today. Go great. ahead, because All everything right. I got really is kind of more local, and it'll be a little lengthy. So, okay. if you want to hear about the local stuff, just wait around to the end. Yeah. Well, Time for the transplanting segment. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, <laughs> the. Uh, the uh, um, you and I were talking about this, but Ooh. yes. So Bud Light came out and had their. By the uh, way, it's all over the draft right now. Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light's all over. Yes, back there. But um, so they, you know, they felt the backlash mm-hmm. from all all the Dylan Mulvaney stuff, and so they did fire someone. Someone oh, has to yes. be the scapegoat. Oh, somebody was expendable. Hold uh-huh. on, you remember Megan's? Uh, she's been laying down this theory over the last two or three months. Call it a conspiracy if you want. I'm all in at this point. The so hold on. They fired the vice president of marketing. It's, it's a woman. It's uh, a woman. Oh. Oh oh. Hold on. The vice president of marketing is a woman, mm-hmm. and she's now fired. Mm-hmm. Right. The president, whose name is Michael Goon, by the mm, way, what mm, a goon. Not fired. President of marketing, not fired. But the mm. woman replaced with a man. Oh, oh, I hadn't heard about oh, that one. Oh my one. goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. What a surprise. I hadn't huh? heard about that one. Yep. So for those that are new, Megan has a theory. <laughs> Tell us about it. And I, I'm starting to maybe buy into it a little bit. That it's yeah, a long I mean, game. I'm all in. It's a real um, long game. It's a game. real long game. We're talking like 60 years in maybe. I don't know how long. but It probably started around Clinton time. Okay. So 30 years. But I was halfway there. Although the empowerment of women in the early 70s. I was the, the people deal. that are in charge though now were 60s. Okay. You know, like this is when this yeah, must have just, all started like barely older in me. their brains. It okay. must have like, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. okay, so you want me to say 70s instead? Whatever. Anyway. Or 50s. Um, Do I hear 40? <laughs> the the advent of like postmodern women, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Going so, to work and all that. Get your ass back in the kitchen. Right. This, this whole thing is a, a way to um, take the 
uh, take some of the, I don't know how to say that even, like the place away from women and, you know, get them back where they're quote unquote supposed to be. Right. But they're doing, I mean, it's not just women. It's like um, other races. And uh, and the thing about it is, is I, I actually saw someone, I don't know if it was on a news show or a TikTok or whatever, but I saw someone who was like, all of you people who are upset because people you, are, well, hold on. People. Hold on, it's, it makes a good point. All of you people who are upset because people are upset about a face on a beer can, why were you so upset when there was a woman on a syrup bottle? Uh, uh-huh. Why were you upset when there was a man on a rice box? A Native American lady on a tub of butter. Bingo. So, you know, another inconsistent, very left, I guess, extreme left. I don't even like to say that they're left because I hate to like group them in with what I think of as the extremists on that side. But But that seems to be the agenda of the left. So, I mean, I don't think you're far off on that. The, um, the other thing that I have, hold on. So there is a, uh, Oh, stop. Um, TikTok, right. It's, there's a gay man who for some reason came across my for you page and he is upset. Basically what you guys have talked about before that, that the their um what's the word their fight has been hijacked i guess or uh-huh. their whatever has been hijacked and he's getting attacked for it now like basically saying like you're gatekeeping and you're uh, you know trying to keep other people away from the rights that you know all this stuff well he has something to say about it and so he responds and i'm gonna play it and you guys can listen Um, please don't speak for the LGBTQI community because one, you're not. Your son is trans, or your daughter, I'm sorry, is trans. You're not. I'm living this life for nearly 60 years. I have a large group of friends. Uh, we don't like the term cis. And enough of my female friends, sisters, friends, mothers, grandmas have said that they don't like the term cis, and that's it. And if we need to respect your child's pronouns, you need to respect theirs. It's only fair. One, mm. two, I don't really care if I have a community. I'm not in the community. I, I'm married to my husband happily for 27 years. He's a doctor. I'm a nurse. We we, we want to be good neighbors and good people. I, we're not marching in the streets every day with rainbow flags and doing all that. We did that. We did that back in the 70s and the 80s. We fought for AIDS treatment and we fought for marriage equality and we got it. And we slid quietly into the background, right? Then all the trans stuff and the binary and the non-binary and people want to be a unicorn, want to be a cat. For some reason, they threw that on us, right? Nobody asked us. There wasn't a meeting. They're just there. And now they're so disrespectful to women, not all, some, so disrespectful with all this crap that guess what? People are now hating the LGBT. They're calling us the alphabet mafia and all these other things. I'm just reading all of these disparaging things about myself and now I'm afraid. Someone going to jump me because they think I'm trying to molest kids or that I'm doing drag shows or that I'm trying to sneak into the back. Like, come on. We need to be respectful to each other. So I don't care about that community anyways, by the way. I do not give a damn. You could take me off that shit list right (laughs) now because it's not what it used to be. It has been hijacked and it's being molested. And I suggest... To all these young people, if you want respect, you need to give it. That's how we got it. You don't kick the door in and start screaming, blah, blah, blah. that's not going to happen. It's just common sense. You come in the back door. You ask. 
You get people to feel for no. you and sigh for you, and they'll have compassion and they'll support you. But you can't kick the door in and start screaming in everybody's faces and trying to change science. You said your child was observed. Come on, that's trickery. Your child was born female. Sorry, they could be translator, but you're not going to set them up that way. That's not. It's not how it works. It's not open. Wow. That's ridiculous. And that's where people have a problem. Anyways, I wish you well. I wish your child well. But anyway, uh, yeah. Basically, shut the hell up. No yeah. Shit, huh? I. You don't speak for me. I mean, in a basically, nutshell. and and then saying like, I don't even want to be a part of this community. Like, right. I've. There's just more. Just want to live my life. I I heard another um, gay man just a. Uh, a few months ago, I, I saw a clip came across my uh, feed or whatever, and he said basically the same thing mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, you don't speak for me. Basically, almost not verbatim, but paraphrasing exactly what that guy said. Yeah. I think they're getting tired of it. I think they're, there's this pushback from women. Finally, finally, women are pushing back. And the, I guess, gay community is pushing back too. Mm -hmm. Like at some point, you would think, and I I say this, but I don't know if I believe it really. That if they get enough pushback, that they'll just back off a little. Right. Like I'm. I don't. I don't care what you do. I don't care anything about what's going on with you. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't necessarily affect me unless you throw it in my face and make it affect me. And I don't know. You would have thought that eventually you kind of saw the writing on the wall that maybe there would be a breaking point because the envelope was just being pushed and pushed and pushed. And when you when you thought that enough was going to be enough, the goalpost was moved out further. <laughs> right. Time. Yeah. So maybe we're seeing the beginning of some real pushback, but who knows? Yeah, you don't know. I mean, we never thought really that we would be at this point and have to justify actually some common sense type stuff like like Science. that guy right there. And Quote he's, unquote science. Right, exactly. And he's getting blowback for being, you know. <laughs> for for being upset because I the whole thing started with because he said that he didn't like the word cis. Like mm -hmm. he doesn't think that that needs to be a a thing. Um, because, you know, he's heard from the women in his world that they don't like that. And anyway, but that, already, he just got on a tangent about it. Did I already talk about the uh, Disney's transgender movie? I feel like we're being set up. No, I know where you're going, but I don't think that you've uh, announced it on the podcast. Disney has a new uh, transgender oh, whale movie. So would you stop it? Yeah, with this? maybe Dick. <laughs> it's that's a good one. Yeah, that's the third on, time I've heard that. Me and I, I was just going to say, oh. like, I think we're oh, okay. Sorry. We're, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe the new is officially worn off. Oh. Ne next time I hear it, I might not laugh as. as oh, hard, so. okay. I have just one last you thing. Know, don't be offended. One last thing, and it's for Yancy. Oh, uh oh. Uh huh. So our girls, breaking news. It is our girls have spent some time working around with some AI stuff mm -hmm. on their phones, and they've come up with a poem for you. Oh, great! In dedication of Yancey. Oh boy, is this really for Yancey? Yep. They made it for him. Uh -huh. oh, this is news to me too, bro. Yeah, like it literally just got sent to my phone. Like they read it to me as I'm, I was walking out the door. I'm scared and jeez, I'm preparing myself. Yes. Apparently, you've made a big impact. Okay. okay. Well, that's weird. Yancey with the shining dome. Oh, wow. <laughs> right out They're of the They're my kids. All yes. Right. All right. Smooth and bald, no hair to comb. Wow. A head so bright, it glows with pride. <laughs> a look that's bold cannot be denied. That's huh. true. Yeah. With confidence and grace, he strides. I like it. Unwavering, no need to hide. For Yancey knows true beauty's found 
not in hair, but in what's profound. So here's to Yancey's strong and bold, a shining star, (laughs) a shining star, not just his scalp, but his soul. Maybe or may his confidence and spirit light the way for others who fear to go bald one day. I love it. I love it. So they, they yes. must like you because they're really putting that it is, on you. That's excellent. Wow. That's that was. I wasn't. I, was, I, I wasn't, like, I was I wasn't sure at first. It started off what felt like an insult. Yeah. And then at first, yeah. I was like, "Damn, man!" Totally <laughs> redeemed themselves at the end. Yeah. I love it. I can I'll, I get we'll a transcript, please, yes, yeah, or I'll can you forward that to, that to yeah. me? It's awesome, isn't it? I told him I would read it to you on air, so you guys got it's blind. Most beautiful thing oh, maybe I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, he's going to print it out and hang it up. I am. It's, go, it's getting framed and put up on the wall, and then everybody that comes to my house, I'm like, look how great I am. <laughs> I'll have something to point at. I like it. Besides my uh, shiny dome, apparently. <laughs> Um, so over to me, I guess. How's yeah, that yeah, it for I'm you? Done. All I'm right. Done. Well, what for... a way to end your segment, know, Megan. Yeah. Thank you very much. I did forget that we have some call-ins. We could do that, or we yeah. could do it after yours. No, we, go right ahead. Want to do it? Okay, sure. hold on. I'm about to burp. Sorry. Trying Back to not Back up off of it. <laughs> so we got we got three, and uh, oh, they get shorter as they go. Shorter as they go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, wrong kind of podcast. Greetings, Justin, Megan, and Yancey. Loved listening to you guys. Was listening to you here on Monday, your last podcast from Friday. And I want to give you um, something positive about Coffeeville. Oh, I know this. Um, I'm the groundskeeper here at Fredonia. Oh, yeah. Um, Kansas, and who was working our Fredonia um, track relay last Friday mm-hmm. and interacted with some Bill Kinley athletes. Well, I was really impressed with Coffeyville's athletes because awesome. as I was going around helping picking up trash, I, um, uh, several athletes from Coffeyville um, helped me pick up trash. Oh, beautiful. Just really impressed with. Um, how they held themselves and and some of your athletes were really impressive plus they the um, overall relay both in women and men so just a good shout out to um, those um, students there in Coffeyville. so thank you for everything you guys do down there I love listening and especially when I'm mowing my yards um, and lawns at our schools. So have a great day, guys. Thank you, Jason. That's awesome. So Jason would never talk the way the AI listened to what he said. Mm -hmm. Jason's a very potty mouth when the AI writes out what he said because I was like, damn, son. He actually didn't say that. (laughs) That's funny. He thought you were getting a whole other call. I was like, damn. All right, thanks, Jason. That's cool. It's always here to hear the good things about him. Yeah, for sure. Especially the kids. It's awesome. Here we got another one. Hey, wrong kind of podcast. This is California Kyle calling in. Calling because I heard you had a problem with derelict cars there, and I think it could help. Uh, I compra carros part of, uh, part of Yonke. Uh, <laughs> call me, I get the top dollar. Uh, I just want to say, I mean, my take on the matter is, um, you know, if a, if a car is parked on private property and whether it's got tags or not, they don't know if it's non-op or whatever. 
but I mean, if the tires are it up and it's not adding to blight, I I don't think it's anybody's business. I mean, if God didn't want cars to turn into yard art, why would He invent Fords in the first place? Oh, oh. So, <laughs> and I like that. I like that guy um, too. Think, like anything, frustration can be avoided by fair and consistent application of the rules, and that's probably all anyone's looking for here. So. Look forward to hearing more about it on uh, hopefully tonight's Tuesday midweek episode. Oh, I don't know what sorry. You guys are doing shows anymore. All right. Peace out. Blame Justin. He was sick. Yeah, pretty much. We got one more. Like legitimately, it's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's the last one. It's short, too. It's the Duke of Dong, folks. <laughs> All I have to say this week is Cleopatra was Greek, <laughs> and so now I fully expect Jim Carrey to be the star of the next uh, movie about Nelson Mandela. <laughs> have a good week. Talk to you later. Yeah, thanks, Duke. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know he was Greek. Or she, she was Greek. Was she? I didn't. She either. was Greek. I don't know. The whole series is supposed to be about African queens, so I'm not sure why Cleopatra. Queen of Denial. To, yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think now. Queen of the Nile. Who she was married to Mark Antony, right? Yeah, which that was, was uh, right right before uh, J Lo was. That's, mm. I'm always like, uh, who? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, thanks for the calls, and uh, we appreciate it when you do that. It's kind of uh, gives a little bit of different flavor to the show, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, he knows that number. I don't. Six two zero six two five zero one four six. That's the number. That's you call that and uh, leave a short message. I think you got up to three minutes. And uh, look forward to hearing from you. All right. It's your turn. Yeah. So first and foremost, there's a casting call for the sequel to Twister filming in Oklahoma City. I'm not sure if you guys saw that or not. Uh, Fry Hofter Casting has announced that it is casting for extras in the Oklahoma City area. The film's cast, crew, and details are not allowed to be discussed at this time. Extras will be paid $10 an hour with a 12-hour guarantee each day. Whether or not filming for the day is less than 12 hours. So you're guaranteed, if the maths add up, $120 a day. Uh, overtime will be provided after 12 hours. Extras can be compensated an additional $50 a day if their vehicle is used on camera. Do you have to have the right sticker on that? <laughs> Megan. Wow. Spicy. Filming is expected to occur May 8th through the 22nd. To submit for these roles, email a photo <laughs> to the casting office at submit.fryhoffercasting at gmail.com. So if it's anything like the newscast, if you're missing teeth and you look like maybe you're related right. to your cousin in an inappropriate way, you're probably a shoe in. Yeah, if you can, you know, if you if you send them the picture, I would also send an audio clip if I were you of what you think a tornado sounds like because that's usually <laughs> the people that get on television. Yeah. It sounds just like a train. Yeah, dang old, dang old train, son. Dang old coming down the street. Uh, the oldest living Kansan has celebrated her hundred and twelfth birthday. That. I saw that. And while I wait, and while I wait, okay, here we go. Uh, Wichita, Kansas, a Chanute, Kansas woman, sets a record that could take others many years to break. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Chanute is about 40, 45 minutes north of here. Um, Margaret Hollinshed turned 112 years old Saturday 
at uh, the Credo Senior Living Facility in Chanute, and they wanted to make sure she was celebrated right. The facility had a birthday party where friends, family, and community members gathered to sing to Holland Shed. Uh, then it held a birthday parade where many drivers honked and waved to the 112-year-old. Holland Shed youngest daughter, Lynn Saylor, said she was always in awe of her mother. Would I have thought she would have lived to 112? No, but here she is. <laughs> oh, the uh, daughter, 74. I mean, man, oh, she got to be older than that, be, right? right? Like 112 minus 30 would be, uh, you know, what, 82? 82 years old. Hmm. Maybe it's a family thing. Good, yeah, good genetics. Yep. Um, you guys remember, uh, I think it was the middle of last year, those guys got caught shoving weights into fish at that fishing yeah, tournament yeah. they got busted yeah. and they they faced uh fines and uh yes, disbarred from like those fishing tournaments that even threatened with jail time i don't know if, if they ever got it or some not prizes back. yeah for sure and they won thousands tens of thousands Boats. of dollars and huh. wow so the the newest one is a a pro bass angler has forfeited a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars in winnings because it was discovered he didn't have a fishing license. Oh, get out! Yeah. So last Sunday was a sad ending to what should have been a banner weekend for professional bass fisherman Baron Adams. The forty-one-year-old angler from Mineral Bluff, Georgia, was competing in a national professional fishing league tournament on Wright Patman Lake in East Texas when he fished well throughout the uh, three-day event going into the final weigh-in on april 23rd adams had the heaviest total weight of bass and was looking at a hundred thousand dollar payday but the devil is in the details as they say and fishing is no exception because when npfl tournament organizers did their due diligence after the weigh-in they discovered that adams did not have a valid texas fishing license in his possession adams was disqualified as a result a simple, honest mistake cost Baron Adams $100,000, explained NPFL officials during the post-tournament polygraph, which they're giving now to these guys. Good grief. Baron was asked if he had a valid fishing license, to which he answered yes. He passed the polygraph. However, when asked to physically provide a copy or proof of the official license, he realized that after entering all of his information online, he never fully completed the process. Oh, wow. I mean... That guy's going to be kicking himself in the ass for a really long time. But if he's that great of a fisherman, he's probably going to be able to move on and win big somewhere else. I guess. I'm surprised there's not like a national, is there not like a nationwide fishing license? No, I mean, state by state, you know, I mean, every state wants their money. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, So... Copperhead Road has mm. been designated as the official state song of Tennessee. Of course it has. Jeez. Yeah, this was via Steve Earle's Facebook page. Yep. <laughs> Saw awesome. that. Let's see here. Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, local news here. The headline, this is from the Montgomery County Chronicle. Independence Police Department's pursuit of suspect weaves through prom walk-in at ICC West Campus. Before we go any farther... A listener's uh, listener. That's his son. The yep. the one that was running from the yes. Popo. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Independence Police Department officers attempted to make an arrest warrant on the 500 block of North Peter Pan shortly before 6:30 p.m. Saturday. 
Police Chief Jerry Harrison said police identified the man at the scene of a fight and later located him on the 500 block of North Peter Pan Road. As officers spoke with a man, he became agitated and backed away. The man turned and fled, leading police on a foot chase that crossed Main Street, oh, crossed West Main, wove through a line of vehicles waiting for the Independence High School junior-senior prom walk-in at ICC West Campus and then ended in the 2800 block of West Main where the man was taken into custody with the help of Kansas Highway Patrol and the deputies of the MCSD, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Department. Uh, (laughs) Whenever I first read this, I thought literally my, the, what ran through my head is these poor kids trying to walk in and oh, this yeah. guy's yeah. weaving, you know, Benny Hill style through, uh, through all the people. Here. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But he just ran in between the vehicles and whatnot. It sounded a little bit more uh, spectacular than I think yeah. what it actually was. Yeah, it, it, I don't that's know. Funny. I have, <laughs> I haven't talked to his dad about it, but it's definitely his dad. I gotcha. Um, did you guys see that the Northern lights were visible? From I Kansas here. Kept uh, seeing it on the internet. Yeah, so amazing northern lights seen from Brown County, Kansas. The, there's a picture here that our listeners can't see because this is a podcast. Oh, it is. But um, it's very nice. Very beautiful pink, green, purple. I mean, we're enjoying the picture right now. Everybody else is going to have to listen to my yes. my vivid description. I guess they were seeing it in Oklahoma as well. Yeah. So in Oklahoma, I saw pictures, and they uh, they were seeing it. The, the sky was red, like bright red there. So I missed it. Not sure how the prismatic uh, reflections in the sky work with that sort of thing. Well, the but. kid and I went up to Big Hill, I don't know, what was it, a year ago? Yeah. Two years ago? We tried to see it up there one night, but we didn't have any luck. Is it still visible, or did I miss the whole I, thing? I think it's over now. I haven't yeah. heard anything else about it. So, um, Here's an interesting one. Uh, in Brussels, the Guardians of Champagne will let no one take the name of the bubbly beverage in vain. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a U.S. beer behemoth. You appreciated that I rhyming, did. didn't you? I like that. Uh, for years, Miller High Life has used the Champagne of Beer slogan. This week, that appropriation became impossible to swallow. At the request of the trade body defending the interest of houses and growers of the northeastern French sparkling wine, Belgian customs crushed more than 2,000 cans of Miller High Life advertised as such. The Comité Champagne... Okay. Asked for the destruction of a shipment of 2,352 cans on the grounds that the century old motto used by the American brewery infringes the protected designation of the origin of quote unquote champagne. So the consignment was intercepted in the Belgian port of Antwerp. In early February, a spokesperson at the Belgian Customs Administration said on Friday and was destined for Germany, Molson Coors Brewing Company, which owns the Miller High Life brand, does not currently export to the EU, and Belgian Customs declined to say who had ordered the beers. Interesting. Yeah. So the appropriation to, of the term yeah, champagne. Not allowed to say champagne. And the, Can't you say know, that no more? The Committee of Champagne Did were pissed off. We're probably going to get in trouble right now. Stop them from doing it? Well, so this is just in that area. Yeah. You know, they're not going to allow somebody to call themselves champagne of anything because they're tarnishing the image of champagne there. And then, uh, so finally, I've got a, uh, you, have, you guys ever heard of the biospheres that they used to build in the yes. 80s, you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s? Yeah. Uh, so 
here's a look back at Biosphere 2's original groundbreaking experiment. So this is actually really cool. This is based in Tucson. 30 years ago, eight people were sealed in the Biosphere 2 facility uh, for an experiment that was the first of its kind. On September 26, 1991, a crew of eight closed an airtight door, locking themselves in a new environment for a two-year experiment. They wanted to better understand Earth and how early functions and how the systems that you and I are all so dependent on, how those systems interact. They also felt the only way they could accomplish that is building a controlled, sealed environment, pull in some of those biological systems, and then immerse themselves inside to test these ideas and concepts. However, it was a futuristic possibility that had eyes all around the world locked in on the test. What captured highlight headlines, I'm sorry, was this idea that this facility behind me, Biosphere 2, was a futuristic colony for the moon and for Mars, said Adams, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Deputy Director of the U Arizona Biosphere 2, John Adams. Um, so around that time was the same time frame where people were really focused on leaving the planet, moving mm-hmm. and uh, occupying the moon. Um Occupying Mars. Short did a documentary on yeah biosphere. biosphere, (laughs) That's right, he did. Um, Inside Biosphere Two was the ecosystem, like I said, with several different environments, thousands of species of plants and animals, and a farm to provide the so-called Biospherians with air, water, and food. Uh, One of the Biospherians was Linda Lee, who thirty years later looks back on this incredible experience. Quote, I am always ecstatic when I think about the first two years of Biosphere. I think about everything leading up to it, which was equally to living inside. Lee says she learned so much from those two years. Being a part of the world, when you're out on this huge planet, you're like a little pea in a million pea pods. But inside the smaller system, either like Biosphere 2 or like the test module, you become really a part of that system and appreciate the fact that you are and you need to take care of that system. And that, that Biosphere 2 is still standing to this day. I know people that live in Tucson, they say that it is a huge destination for high school field trips and um, tourism and whatnot. Hmm. It's, it's really cool. Uh, some of those houses, I remember um, like Biosphere-style houses. There, there used to be one kind of out around where I grew up. Hmm. Um, I remember when the guy was building it in the early nineties, our, our bus drove right by there and he would be out there working on it. It's got all those triangular panels and they fit them together. And there were several of those built. Um, there was the one in the, well, there was three of them in the Florida keys, remember? And they were built on that beach and over oh, time yeah. it washed the shore away. And yeah. then that last real bad storm that they had come in, it finally washed them away. They, they yeah. were, huh. It washed the shore away so much that it looked like they were on stilts out in the water, where at one time they were actually on the shore of yeah. some rich guy had built them. And then finally that, that last big storm came through and just wiped them all out. That's a fascinating concept. Why would you build anything on the sand like that? I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah, it was... You know, I mean, you see the those hurricanes come through and stuff and big big tidal waves coming in and it's beating the hell out of hotels and resorts and I just, I, people's I don't homes. Know. The whole concept you know that the water washes away people maybe ask why we uh build our houses right in tornado alley too basements I, people basements. yeah exactly yeah uh i was talking to brett the other day denali brett and he uh he said something about you know he's uh breaking news oh well actually not breaking news he actually said it on his uh show the other day but they're actually looking for property around this area 
and uh, he told his he told his lady that if it didn't have a basement or a shelter, they were putting one in. Oh yeah, yeah, good plan, Brett. Depends on where you are. It is true. If I mean, if you're here, you know, like in our uh, right area, legitimately. Here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recommended. Yeah. Most definitely. I uh, I'm following these guys from uh, on TikTok from um, England who are here in the United States for the first time ever. And so they, they started in North Carolina of all places and they spent a week there like out on a farm, like we're doing weird, I don't know, weird stuff. But then this week they're in Florida and literally where they are has tornado <laughs> warnings oh, great. right now. And they're like, um, I didn't, we thought we had to worry about this here, not this. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Reed Timmer's in Texas right now. Before I came over here, he was live streaming on um, YouTube, and they were getting pelted with really big hail down there. So, man, tis I, the season. I watched a uh, video of uh, baseball size, tennis ball size hail, and there was a cow running by, Aww. and I just realized, son of a bitch, cows in wildlife. Just get beat the shit out yeah. of with that stuff. They, they really hide, do, right? huh? like Well, it was the cow was taken off trying to find shelter, but it yeah. was getting pelted with the tennis ball and baseball size hell. That time we saw them cows. We had I never you never think about this stuff till you see it. We drove by and somebody was burning off some brush, and it was in the winter time, and all the cows had gathered up near the fire. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, they get cold. They know the difference between warm and cold, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you don't think about that shit. They're just out in the field. They you know? barns. I was, of course, making a joke, don't get too close. Medium rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, something was, smells yeah. delicious. Yep. You going to read for us, Yancy? I yeah, got some I music. Read. I got some music here for you. I mean, let me play a little something. bit of music here. Hold on. Specifically, um, the classic literary work of I Need a New Butt. Moonlight Serenade. Yeah, right. Like we're going to go waltzing. So uh, starting off this week with more Trey talk. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to get through the Trey segment of the uh, butt book here. Uh, being attached to a tray is totally fine. See, all my friends want a butt just like mine. <laughs> but now I'm going out for dinner. I need to look like a winner. I'll dress in my best with my bright yellow vest. The dress code, don't worry, I'll crack it. Oh, I'll wear my purple and green spotted jacket. Wait, this jacket's not right. This jacket's too tight. It's not a good fit. A jacket and a tray. What can I do? What can I say? And then I know exactly what to say. I say jackets away. Let's go and play. There's a lot of this book, people. That's... That's it. Oh, okay. There's, oh, but, but, there's, but there's a, there's a yes. lot of books. Yes. So uh, next next week, I guess we will uh, start the uh, third installment. My butt is so noisy. Oh, that might be pretty good. Yeah. It, looking forward to that. Thank you for uh, joining me this week on classic literary works of "I Need a New Butt." It's a great song, isn't it? It is. Moonlight Serenade, Glenn Miller. Yeah. 19, oh man. Uh, Tragic uh, with that guy. Crazy. Went missing, never to be found again. So, what is the story behind that? Do we know? I, somebody said something about that the other day. Yeah, he just he went missing. I gotta, look, I gotta look it up real quick. Yeah. Hold on a second. I gotta, we gotta find out about this. I didn't know until like five minutes before we came out here that Jerry Springer died. 
Yeah, 79. While Justin's looking that up, here's a few little uh, tidbits about Jerry Springer. I actually did have this ready on the Wikipedias here. So every bit of this is going to be fact. So uh, Jerry Springer was born on February 13th, 1944. So, you know, just recently had a birthday a couple months ago. He was born in London, England during World War II to refugees escaping the Holocaust. What in the world? Yeah. Um, he was raised in Queens, New York. He attended Northwestern University School of Law, qualified as a lawyer, and first became active uh, while in being involved in politics, working for the co- campaign of Robert Kennedy in 1968. Huh. Yeah. So um, let's see. I believe. Yeah. Here's his political career here. He was elected to the Cincinnati City Council in 1971. In 1977, he was chosen by the Cincinnati City Council to serve uh, for one year as mayor. In 1981, Springer stepped down from his seat on the city council in order to focus on his run for governor of Ohio. Ohio. And, uh, right. Uh, Springer considered running for the U.S. Senate in 2001, or no, I'm sorry, in 2000, in 2004, but he backed down due to negative associations with the Jerry Springer talk show. No, imagine that. Jeez. Hmm. Did you find anything interesting? Just that he disappeared. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a plane issue and he just, he just disappeared. This is completely not on topic, but was it last week that we were talking about cloud seeding? Yes. Did we talk about it on air? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ironically, so um, my oldest kids at school, they are writing persuasive essays. And I was um, looking at the topic, like some topic options. And one of them was, should cloud seeding be al- allowed? Well, and that's so, interesting. Yeah. One of, I think one of my kids is actually going to be. With the uh, silver iodide, huh? Yeah. Yeah. At first they were like, yes, because it was right before it started raining. And everybody's like, we need the rain and, you know, all this stuff. But then they started actually researching it today and they were like, Oh, so it, it'll be interesting to hear their take on it. But yeah, I was like, well, that's, I figured the rain timing. was probably coming. Not only was it in the forecast, but it was really, really foggy this morning. Oh, yeah. And as soon as the fog lifted, I mean, you know, those clouds got pretty big and then dumped on us luckily. So yeah. it's awesome. Cause we need it really bad. Have you guys seen the pictures of Hula Lake? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It looks like a desert out there. And that's getting- where Bartlesville gets their water yeah. from. I didn't realize that. We've been getting some pretty good rain the last few days, so hopefully that uh, changes that. So some of these are just people that have – I asked a question the other day on the page, and some people are too scared to call in, Chris Main, And uh, <laughs> called out. He uh, said, I have a couple of things. How does the city determine what streets to redo when they do them? First and 12th are the busiest streets in town besides 11th, and they are rough as hell. Uh so a lot of people complain about 9th Street and 10th Street having all brand new, brand new curves, brand new approaches to driveways, brand new sidewalks. So I can tell you that was grant money, that that grant money had to be used in a certain criteria of, of uh, economic basis. You know, like it had to be in a neighborhood that had a... They had to meet qualifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 9th to 10th Street met those qualifications. And it wasn't going to be new sidewalks, but... I was actually on the commission when this happened, but as it went, uh, I believe it was Shively found some more grant money. So they went ahead and did the sidewalks. Hey, how's it going, man? 
<laughs> it's Mr. <laughs> it's Mr. McFeely. <laughs> it's, uh, the wizard has walked in the door. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, how's it going? That's hilarious. <laughs> Special delivery. <laughs> <Yeah>. Special delivery. <laughs> Feed the fish. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. What you got there, bud? All right. Awesome. Oh, oh beautiful. No. Oh, I know what this oh, is. No. I know it's Hidden Valley Ranch, isn't it? I know exactly what that is. Oh, you have not. It's been a while. So, in my very hands here, Van Llewellyn. Hmm? Yeah. Megan? No, no. Van Lee Leuven? Wow. Do you see that? Are you trying to touch sure. it to read it? Yeah. Leuven. Well, yeah. Uh, I was like, I, I hold it still. If you could mind meld with the. <laughs> hmm. Hidden Valley Ranch. That has got to be nasty. Lieutenant Dad, ice cream. Uh, that has got to be nasty. Mm. <laughs> Do you, uh, you want to try some? Don't. No? Ingredients. I mean, we could, oh, yeah. <coughs> we, we could pause and get some spoons. Ingredients, cream, milk, cane sugar, egg yolks, buttermilk, mm. uh, onion powder, God, what <laughs> garlic powder, spices, sea salt. <laughs> That's going to be nasty. Lactic acid, you natural get, fl- <laughs> you want You want to sit down and have a spoonful? He does. Hold on. Let me, get, let me pause. We're going to pause for cause. You won't even know we left. Okay, we're back. Okay. Yeah. So uh, on the back of the pint here, yes, he bought an entire pint. Hmm. Uh, it says, nothing makes us happier than this Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream. Hidden Valley is more than America's favorite ranch dressing. It's a way of life. It goes with just about everything, pizza, carrots, french fries. And it's, n- it's I mean, never tried to go with ice cream no. until now. Fries with ice cream is a good thing. Well, I mean, I, I think they... I, mean, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I dip it in my... Brahms milkshakes hey, all the time. You want to get in on this deal? I gave him a spoon. Tommy, you want to get on the mic? Oh, oh God! Don't smell it. Just taste it. I mean, it's already it's already hooked up. We ain't got do nothing special. Just move that crap from the chair. I just gotta disrupt your podcast. No, you're all right. You're, you're not, good. You're fine. Hey, you get the first taste, wizard. Yeah, go right ahead, wizard. You brought that vile crap over here. <laughs> Wonderful whiz there was. Mm, oh, oh, he's digging in. He oh, is. is it hard? Oh my oh, God, my man! That's God. way more than you I was going to get. Don't go that deep. Oof. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, okay, I got mine. <laughs> That's, I'm not doing that. He says it's not bad. He's lying. I would order Dairy Queen, but I already. Oh, the smell. The smell. Give you the smell. Oh, dude, it's like frozen ranch dressing. I can smell it. It smells just like. It smells like garlic. Yeah. Here we go. It's uh. Just. I mean. It's frozen ranch dressing, dude. It is. It really is. Yeah. If you could just imagine frozen ranch dressing. It ha- okay. So here's my my. It's take. not as strong mm-hmm. as ranch dressing. No, but, but the aftertaste there. is ranch dressing. The yeah. aftertaste is like a funyun. Yeah. Oh well. There. Hey, you got the lid. Yeah. We should put that in the freezer. <laughs> to never be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty shit. No, you should take that to the camp out. Oh yeah, we could there take it to go. the camp out. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We could throw these damn yeah. spoons in the incinerator. <laughs> hey, you could sprinkle those uh, spicy nuts you got there. I could. On the. Uh, do you need? I, I do you need me to pause so you can throw some stuff away? You don't uh, no, it's okay. Go oh, you're right just in. gonna lick that? No. 
not. I'm just going to get up. You go. Oh, ahead. oh, okay. This it's not the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. It's a lot better. It's a lot better than some of that shit you've brought. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. That's the wizard, by the way. You hear in the background. Yeah. He's one of our big producers. We thank him. And uh, you're also a doctor. Do we say that on here? Okay. He check your eyes. Southeast Kansas. I care. So just... yes, that's right. Yep. If you're blind, he can help you out. Thanks, Garrett. See you later. See you later, man. man. Thanks for the uh, onion powder ice cream there. <laughs> yeah, it was different. Thank you. Bye. Oh, that was our first uh, pop in and out guest. Like it was. That. It really was, Mr. McFeely. It was. He popped <laughs> in. I was delivery. like, holy shit. Well, I really thought one of the girls was coming out here. That's not good. No, something's up. Yeah. But. Dude, I'm like, hold on, I got a drink. Ugh. I'm, it's, it's not as bad as some of those sodas. Like, no. I don't know. You were about to like... You were looking for a place to meet <laughs> with the ice cream. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, it wasn't. It trash wasn't cans good. way over there. I had to good. commit though. I had to. The um the aftertaste is a little. But the whiz man, cool. he dug in like he got a big giant he spoonful did. of that shit. Like if you would give me some chips to eat right now, I'd be okay. Like to you know mix it up. Mm-hmm. You know you could take that shit it. and you could take that shit and, and throw it right in the trash can. It, oh, and then use it as a dip. You could. Nope. No. Nope. I just mm-mm. could you dip your uh, French fries in that? Ice I don't cream? think so. No, no, I don't think so. Psychological thing or the just, smell? I knew this was the coming. Smell I didn't gross. know what it was, but he said he was going to bring something by. He was just going to sit up by the podcast store. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we was talking about uh, streets and how they choose. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the sidewalks and all. I that. don't know how they do it now. Back on in my day, they uh, had a plan, and it was this street. You know, it just kind of. Systematically going across. Sorry, that's a that's a uh, ranch dressing. No, nope, ice gross, cream. Stop it. Burp. Uh, they just kind of systematically go across town and pick which streets were worse. You know, it's not real rocket science here. That street's shittier than that street, so let's fix that one first. Or if there was grant money, God, that stuff is just well, it's a, it's a it's, gift it's that keeps lingering, isn't it? it really yes, is. The, uh, the after that is, is awful. Gross. It's awful. The Twelfth Street, though, that. Well, 12th Street has been crap for a long time, and a lot of it had to do with the fact there was some real heavy truck traffic, and the bottom is pretty much gone. So I think to make 12th Street right, you would have to get the base fixed, which is is a lot like uh, East 4th over there between for people not in Coffville, sorry mm-hmm. that's why we did this at the end right uh, this is riveting to those folks <laughs> uh, between sunflower and the highway there is some really shitty road but the intersections are concrete so they're nice uh i don't know why that hasn't been addressed i don't know if it's a financial thing what the situation is but i would i would like to think that there would be some grant money somewhere maybe there's not but that definitely needs to be fixed right yeah so martin, that's the explanation there martin for commission yeah martin for commission uh here's another one it was uh i know the sidewalk project is grant money but where they are putting the sidewalks for kids to walk to school makes absolutely no sense i don't think it's it's not the safe routes to school thing how hold on how did they decide where to put the sidewalks i think the safe routes to school thing has morphed into also the uh the walking trail deal. Let me just apologize and be noisy. I'm sorry, guys. I've got to like, I've got to dig into these things just, to like. Yeah, I can. The, I can. I have those. When I you're get done. dirty looks all the time for making noise in the mic. Hey, I apologized hey, and I stopped. When you're this. when you're done, pass that over here too, because I would really like to scorch my mouth 
free of this nasty shit that he's brought us to eat. It's, yeah. Ethan being peach ring? I'm even eating a peach ring. No, I ain't no peach ring. Because it's nasty. We've got a bag of gummies that have been here for a long time. Kid-friendly gummies. (laughs) Yeah. God, I've been getting a lot of advertisements for Cheech and Chong's cruising gummies. (laughs) They say they're CBD, but then when you actually look into it, it's not CBD. It's it's the real shit. Mm. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that, that sidewalk deal, I think, has morphed into something else. And I agree that the sidewalk thing is a, is a, is a weird thing. Do we need them sidewalks? I don't know. I've seen people walking on them, so I'm trying to be optimistic. <laughs> well, I mean, proof of concept then, right? I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. I have seen people walking on the new sidewalks. Down 8th Street so to the So maybe it's one home? of those, well, yeah. that one's never going to get finished, I don't think. But maybe it's one of those deals, though, that if they're there, people will actually go for a walk. That's what I'm hoping for. And it's not coming out of the city budget. Once again, it's a grant. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What's up, dog? Does that have something to do with uh, a correlation of where our county ranked in that health assessment that the state did a while back. Does that know. have anything to do with it? I don't know, honestly. Yes, we're all that would be interesting. smacking gummies here on <laughs> well, you know. Trying to get the taste of the ice cream out of our mouth. So while we're down in sugar, talking about yeah. needing to go out for a walk. Mm. Yeah. Don't judge. Damn it, hold okay. on. Um I shouldn't have put a gummy in right before I started. But that's that thing is supposed to like connect the parks and Yeah, and the and schools all that stuff. and stuff. Like, yeah, right. like everything, and, right? I'm not against it. <laughs> As a big fan and avid player of the Sim City, huh. I believe there's a lot of correlation between if you keep your population happy with parks and, and libraries and things like that, a happy, educated, healthy society is better for the overall community. Right. It really is. So, Sim Science. This kind of reminds me of something that uh, people are constantly, uh... damn it, hold on. What in the world? I got a gummy. I got a gummy hung up in my larynx. Uh, (laughs) So I can't take him anywhere, guys. But uh, people are asking me, well, this and that, and, and they complain about this and that. And that's part of the thing, you know. I don't, I don't mind that stuff, but I've decided, you know, and I've been telling you guys that I'm going to be completely different this time around. If I win, uh, the thing is, he thinks he was holding back before. Yeah, I'm not now. Uh, I have no problem with people coming up to me saying, "Hey, this sucks," or "That sucks," or "How about this?" or "How about that?" What the issue is is when I explain to them, "Well, this is why that was done." Well, yeah, but damn it, it's just, you know, if I explain something to you, at least understand that there's a reason why and don't just keep, and here's something else. If you think there's a problem, do you have a solution or or an idea? Something to offer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get, well, that's, you know, it's my right to bitch. It is, but it's also your responsibility as a citizen to try to have some input into the conversation. Okay, how do you want us to finance this? How do you think we should do it? What do you think we should do? You know, and I say we because it's a community. So I'm not saying don't come to me with problems, but 
it'd be a whole lot easier if you had a problem that you had put a little bit of thought into other than it sucks. Okay, we don't really have the money to do that. Well, that's bullshit. Okay, so what do you want me to do now? I don't know. It just sucks. I wanted you to know that. Sweet. Great conversation. We need to have better conversations. Mm -hmm. I mean, still go ahead and bitch to me if you want. I don't care. Remember, it's a voluntary job. All right, what else we got? That one is not worth talking about. You think we ought to talk about the uh, the knickers up there in uh, Independence real quick? Just out of curiosity. If you would like. This is a uh, this is a neat little story. This is a uh, just a it's a neat little story here. I'm always saying somebody's watching, right? There's always somebody watching. So be careful. Be who you are everywhere. Don't be That's the problem. And this <laughs> Yes. And this this is the problem. Don't be a decent guy at work or at church and then turn into a piece of shit when you think nobody can see except the other guy who you clearly must think is also a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine, Yard Pimp. I'm not going to get into his name or anything because I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get into this guy's name just because I'm not going to get into that. But this is so Yard Pimp's my friend, and uh, you've seen him on the Facebooks. You know he's out yeah, there he running the chickens. Yep. <laughs> uh, he has a side gig. Him and his brother, they mow yards and stuff. You know, try to make a little extra money because you know pimping ain't easy. That's he gotta, not. He's got to come up with other ways to make money. Right. Well. So he goes to to mow this yard, and when he gets to this place, now I might be messing the story up a little bit, but it's 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 the gist of it. Mm-hmm. He goes to this house where the doors open, so they're kind of like, "Hey, you know what's going on here?" Well, then the owner of this house receives a text, and then the owner showed yard pimp later on, and I'm going to read this exactly how it is and keep in mind that and I'll, and I'll get to you later but just so you know this man said that he was speaking into the phone like a text so some of the words are going to be messed up and I'm going to read it exactly this come from a well-known man in Independence Kansas well-known hey I was going down the street just now past your house so two knickers on the front porch going in the front door. He may want to dial 911, but I sure am glad you're right. That must have been something else. He so two knickers on the front porch. Right. Maybe Did I mention that the yard pimp that, is like, a black man? Phonetically, it sounds like something, but yes. spelled out would be K-N-I-C-K-E-R-S. Knickers like the basketball like, knicks. Or, yeah, or like old school pants. Right. Knickers. Yes. Knickers, exactly. Yeah. Knickerbockers is what the basketball exactly. team is named after. Yep. Yes. So, but I think you probably understand the intent. Right. And the phone just didn't. The phone is not going to put that word down. Right. Siri is not going to repeat that word. So they went with the best Siri thing. They, the, this guy sounds to me like he might need a Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He needs yeah. to chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. Uh, wow, you're doing so well. 
first well, I'm sorry. Night. When this stupid shit like this, I get a little bit mad. Yeah. This is stupid. Because this guy was just trying to make a little bit of money and extra living here. And he was just standing on the porch. And some piece of shit drove by and basically called him a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. later, <laughs> So, he gets on the Facebook there. And he, he posts this. This is a screenshot I got off his Facebook page. And... Like I said, this is a well-known guy in Independence. Don't send me a message because I ain't going to tell you who it is. Uh, if you know the yard pimp, you can talk to him. But uh, anyway, so this guy's son gets a hold of him and says, Hey, man, wow. Uh, my dad, you know, special or whatever. Uh, it's affecting our business. Can I talk to you? Can you? Could you take that down? And uh, he said, Well, I'll talk to you. Well, then later on, the, the, the actual the guy here that wrote this message or spoke to it or whatever, he met with him and, uh, the, uh, yard pimp's brother actually videotaped it and, uh, videotaped. That's how old I am. <laughs> right. I got the videotape out. <laughs> Damn old, got the old camera out <laughs> there. The camcorder out there, man. Uh, well, you it, can also get it on Betamax. Yeah. And anyway, he, he, he recorded it and, uh, the guy's sitting there talking to him and he's like, man, I did not, that's not what I said. You know, and uh, Yard Pimp here says, okay, well, then you tell me another word that, what were you trying to say that wasn't this? Yeah. You know, he's like, come on, man, give me something, you know, because I don't, I don't think I believe you here. He said, well, no matter what I'm going to do, it's going to change your opinion. He's like, yeah, you're, you're probably yeah, right. It's not much, going huh? to change my opinion. And then the guy, the guy that just said that it's not what he said, just blatantly goes, I didn't say beep. I was like, damn, you just dropped it. You just Lord. dropped it right in front of these two cats, man. I'm like, holy shit. What do you mean you didn't say it? You just said it. I mean, I don't even like to say it just talking about it. You know what I mean? Because, well, it's bullshit. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the guy stormed off. But, you know, that went well, the, the huh? moral of the story is. There's always somebody well? watching you. And racism is alive and well. And anybody that defends this bullshit is a racist too, I believe. So I was thinking about that the other day. I've had plenty of people, not plenty of people, but I've been around some people that when there's something that may or may not be racist and it really feels like racism, I found some people trying to defend that shit. Well, I believe if you're defending racism, you're probably a racist. And I'm not going to sit here and say people have known me for years. I have had some dark times in my life, too. And I've, I not probably, I have said some stupid shit. And I have matured. And I realize this is stupid. And, you know, whatever. But like I guess this moral of the story is there's somebody always watching your ass. Always. And sometimes, not only are they watching, they're going to put it on Facebook. And then some dumbass, the podcast, is going to talk about it. I'm just like, this guy was comfortable enough to send this to whatever dude he sent it to <clears throat> that dude just straight up turned around and sent <laughs> right, it on <laughs> right well it's like <laughs> justin just said <laughs> yeah he's like i'm not i'm not gonna cover this shit up i'm yeah. saying it to this guy it's exactly just the opposite of what like, you just said that guy wasn't defending it or okay okay with it he said no, no that's bullshit i'm saying it to this guy and you guys can duke it out or you do whatever you want to with this yeah. so honestly that guy probably could have just never said anything he probably could have but at the same time he's probably like no this well, is bullshit is People that where the know. silence is right you know acceptance or silence is your is justifying uh, it yeah right yeah yeah <coughs> damn you know that silent majority we're always talking about oh that silent yeah. majority i'm so tired of hearing about them people the only ones talking about the silent majority are them and they're not talking about anything that matters 
They're talking about, well, one of these days, we're going to, we we vote. You clearly didn't last time. So anyway. We got over an hour in. We've ate nasty ice cream. Is that we your have. gummies? Is that all your notes? Uh, oh, no. Shit, no. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, don't we? Shit, I was sorry. wondering why we were. Uh, thanks, man. That's what I'm here for. So, big doings in Caulfield this week. Big doings. So let's get a little recap. We didn't go to the meeting because, well, you were sick. I had some issues, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, quick recap. We did watch it, though. We watched Which, if it, you're yeah. not aware, you can watch it on yes. YouTube. Watch the whole of, damn yeah. thing. City I'm, of Coffeeville YouTube page. They I, stream right to it. And I almost left uh, the room. I'm glad I didn't. Oh, yeah. You were at least stood up and watched, like. <laughs> quick recap. Every time I stand and watch TV, it reminds me of my mom. She used to do that. She'd just stand in the middle of the room and watch TV. Now I found myself doing it. Because she was on a mission to go do something else and she got sidetracked. Maybe. Sidetracked. But uh, so, quick recap. A uh, local fireman had an issue with overtime pay for hazmat calls. The fire chief got fired, supposedly over that. Uh, they filed a grievance. The grievance was settled. Uh, they got their pay. And the fireman basically told the commission, in no fewer words, they were done messing with them that they were going to wait for the new commission in November. And the new commission could be all the same people for all we know, but there will be a new commission mm-hmm. uh, after November. Uh, they left, and then the uh, city commission went ahead with their regular agenda, and part of their agenda was... Uh, what? Yes, there was nice, lots Megan. of uh, side of, uh, sound effects from the very, mayor, uh, loud sighs from the mayor. Very closet spicy is <laughs> Megan. Yes, and uh, you need to turn the gain down on your mic, that's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, I could donate you some uh, pop filters for your mic, so I have to go... <laughs> and every time somebody... See how I can do that, and yeah. you you hear it, but you don't hear the. I mean, I can right. introduce you to some shit. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to get there. I'm not trying to say I'm cool or anything, but I I think I could help out. Uh. Anyway, after the fireman left, uh, the city manager went on uh, what uh, the Montgomery County Chronicle calls a rambling uh, speech or something. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, the city manager. Instead of just, sometimes leadership isn't always about winning. It's about trying to move the herd of squirrels in one direction. And you're always going to have one or two squirrels that are jumping around, and that's fine. But it's just about trying to get the the collective down the road. And this man doesn't seem to grasp that. So the fireman had just essentially won their grievance, and he's decided to have a giant manifesto on how they didn't really win because we've always been doing this. And he went through a big, long explanation of why. Basically, what he was saying is, well, they get straight time pay because they're already on duty. 
they're supposed to go on to the state fire marshal's website and then submit for another straight time pay for the hazmat call out, which is double time. Simple math. I, I knew that. Mm-hmm. One and two. Yeah, very good. Uh, but then this is where it took a weird turn. It, it and Somewhat it seemed, an unnecessary turn. And it seemed choreographed, did it not? It like was, maybe this was pre-talked about and yeah. we're going to kind of rub noses in this shit. He went on to explain that somebody and his body language and the tone of his voice was very telling of what he was trying to do here. He said that one of the Coffeeville Fire Department guys, girl, I don't know if we have girls on staff. I think we have one, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if we do. I'm sorry. If we don't, I'm also sorry. Uh, went on the fire marshal's website and changed. The way he described it is they actually changed they something. Altered. 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 They altered. altered. That's, changed. A, that's a very key word. Yes. He said they altered something and put in for double time on what was thought to be a locked uh, Excel sheet, mm-hmm. which I barely know about that, but I know enough. Well, I understand you, you what they're a, saying. You have an expert you go to. That's true. Uh, but notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh He said altered. Yeah. And then a couple of the commission members and him went back and forth. Like I said, it seemed very, it seemed very choreographed that we're going to talk about this later on in this commission meeting. And I'm going to ask, they were doing, and, I, and I've been part of this kind of deal before. You ask questions to get the answer you want. And it seemed like they were being very accusatory to me. Do you, um, okay, so. That's a good way of saying that. You yeah. said before with the choreographed nature of the way that things seemed optics wise, mm-hmm. uh, that it was decided ahead of time that this would be the hill. We're going to tr- we're gonna try them right here. Right. And so. That's how it felt. Do you think that that still would have happened? They, w- they didn't know that those firefighters were going to walk out. I don't imagine they did. So if things were to be choreographed, which not trying to be accusatory here or anything, but just looking at optics-wise, if things were to be choreographed in that nature, it would make sense for some back and forth to occur if they think that firefighters themselves are going to be in the room, right? Hmm. I don't know that they would have... that way, yeah. I don't know if they'd have done it. I don't think they would have said the things they said. I think that he might have. Right. I cannot imagine what that meeting would have turned into if they had, yes. if they had stayed. That, that's the first place that my mind went. So just a quick little aside, the firemen now are decided to come back because of what was said. Which is yeah, a, a, great, a great decision, though, because uh, I, I wasn't wild anyway about their decision to not attend the meetings anymore because that seemed like that was kind of an out for the commission anyway. I'm sure as soon as they heard that, they're like, oh, thank God. That's exactly you know? what I was thinking. But... Now the decision has been made. They're like, hey, we'll see you at the next one, so, which that's great. May 9th? May 9th, I believe, yes. Second, fourth Tuesday of the month. Uh, I, I don't know if I would say it was choreographed, but I think that there was some... Choreographed may have been too much, they but they know, knew what they were doing. They right. knew what they were asking. Their body languages were very judgmental they were definitely trying to pin the tail on the donkey for mm -hmm. sure i think Um, that they might think that we can't follow a trail like 
we, we need to go ahead and add the next step so everybody can understand. Well, yeah, the follow-up with the fire Right, marshal. but like the, the, the part where they falsely talk about how they want to unify and I say falsely because you don't That's try to, you don't you don't announce that you're working to try to unify <clears throat> and that was said a couple of times right that and then drop uh, by this a, shit later on by a commissioner and Five others that later. we want to like you know we just want to move on we want to you know we're and then do this yeah that yeah. doesn't even you, you split the herd and a couple of firefighters I saw on social media even said all he had to say was nothing. It was over. Yeah, it was over. That's what I'm saying. As being a leader, sometimes you just gotta like let some shit go. No, Even- I think I think they were responding and that they were kind of like punishing the firemen for the public outcry. Yes. Even when somebody has been in their capacity for a long time and been in a job for a long time and are comfortable and complacent and you think that you're not going anywhere and you're not at risk of being ousted from your job, you still have to maintain this certain level of professional maturity because you're going to get blowback if you do something like this. It's natural. It's organic, right? Even if if it is not choreographed, but whatever you say, they they had an idea of what they were going to say. Were they not expecting blowback at all? Was this guy not expecting anybody to be watching or any kind of reaction back? One little last thing to add before we move on to the deal. He, uh, geez, did it just leave my brain? Which he? Hold on. Oh, so Mark Hall, the Coffeeville city manager, has been accused of being a micromanager. And I think that's a very fair <laughs> uh, tag to put on that guy. Mm-hmm. I really believe that it is. He is a micromanager. Uh, we've talked about this for weeks. He recommended to the state fire marshal's office that in the future, instead of the firemen getting on that website and putting in their time, now the firemen this is what he was saying in the meeting, are to turn their time in to payroll in the city, they will review it, and then they will submit it to the fire marshal. Another layer Mm. of micromanagement. And the fire marshal said? So the next day, Mm -hmm. the fire marshal, which Megan had pointed out earlier, the fire marshal's probably looking down here going, what Jerry Springer is going on (laughs) down there? Exactly. Rest in peace. uh, The fire marshal replied with his own statement or her statement or whoever the fire marshal is uh, that basically to paraphrase, it wasn't that big of a deal that it was a a mistake that the person that put it in, uh, put in the, wasn't trained to do it. hasn't done it before. It was somebody that that was completely different than usually does. That just put in the wrong figures into the box. They didn't alter anything. No. The way Mark Hall and the commission was making it sound is that, do you want to read it? Well, no, I sent something to you that was my assessment. I said Hall shaped it into something intentional, and the fire marshal passed it off as just an error. And then I asked a question. I said, is that implicit bias, maybe? Yeah, the way Hall had it sound is like they went into this website and changed things. So when they put it in. One person put it in already. They manipulated the stuff. And then somebody else went back and changed it is what it came across as. That's the way it seems. Mm -hmm. The the fire marshal comes across as, well, it was just a mistake, and they put the wrong number in the box. Right, Right. and there is a fail-safe now to where that box is blocked or uh, blacked out now right. on the website to where that error can't happen again. So yeah. there is a fail safe in place now. So is no just for the fair, uh, just to be fair here, is the fire marshal 
just trying to be, hey, this is cool, man. This is cool. Let's not let's let's just move on with this right. shit. He said there's no requirement for reimbursement or anything like that and, in that case. And our people are going to argue, well, the fire marshal is clearly in favor of the firemen. Somebody's going to say that. I Maybe, but at it. the end of the day, have. he's got he's in charge of the money. Yeah, and he's going to be and also means he's accountable. We for say the money. he. Right. We just she, assume he's a him, a a person in charge. Yeah, the Good fire point. marshal. Are we really that concerned? <laughs> no, that I'm just... I'm just saying. I just I don't know if it's a woman or not. I just really don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sure. The fire marshal doesn't seem to think this is a big deal. Mark Hall made it out to be like somebody was. I mean, even Doan was like, well, he used some words mm-hmm. that made it seem like this was a big deal. This was going to cause like issues. this was an intentional. Altering of, yeah. of gover- government records, essentially. Um, totally over-exaggerated. Right. Totally well, over-exaggerated. At, at the end of um, his statement, the fire marshal said, you know, the Coffeyville Fire Department and the city of Coffe- Coffeyville are integral parts of our entire system. We really appreciate it. We, we don't want this to tarnish basically, our relationship or anything. Basically so calm your ass yeah, down. Get, get, get over it. Yeah. Move on. Much. So... What Megan was saying, this guy does not want to unify shit. He wanted to rub their nose in it. He wanted to create some... I really uh, think there's some punishment there, too. Uh, Maybe on the part of the commissioners to... um, Well, they just had their ass drug around for the last two months. And why? so why would they not now? And I'm sure that... I I wonder if they thought that this was going to be a victory lap. It was a gotcha moment. It was. Yeah, that's what it was. And then they... And it backfired, I think. I mean, even if you're not... Were they not expecting the fire marshal to say something? that you, they, they didn't think anybody would reach out. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not team uh, fire department, let's sure. say you're not. If you have any kind of objective reasoning just to see what happened here, the way that Hall and two members of the commission made it sound like is it was a big damn deal. We're well over Chief Ward being that's, like that's like this over. isn't it's not even a well what i mean is even, like even, this isn't necessarily yeah. attached to that and no. unless they're accusing him of being the person and i have and, no and, idea and that's something i have else. no idea hall sit right up there and accuse somebody i think you need to start naming names before you start going accusing somebody well, you don't can it's personnel matter you just don't right. oh well we can see that's the <laughs> thing we discussed a personnel issue mm-hmm. but they didn't give any but names. you can't discuss personnel wait issue. yeah it, so is what he brought up and discussed a personnel issue because he just blanketed somebody. He blanketed the entire fire department. He accused somebody he? of some wrongdoing. He carpet bombed Serious the shit wrongdoing. out of yeah. the fire department and, and singled somebody out by not, saying that they inputted something wrong. Didn't name their name, I, but but I made an error public of somebody that's a city employee. I waited. After he said that, I waited to form an opinion until, like, some more information came out. I because, actually waited until we had the fire marshals. Because response. what he yeah. said, you was hoping that he wasn't a liar. What he said, I was like, shit. Somebody, and we're going to find Somebody's out. Somebody's in trouble. Yeah. Somebody's, this is not good. But then the fire marshal comes back with, oh, this is nothing, man. It was a mistake. It's no big deal. Let's move on. <laughs> like, all making excuses. You know, this person hasn't done this before. They just mm-hmm. made a mistake. So they did not alter. This is another thing, you know. Let's let's forget about Kenny Ward now. Mr. Ward has said, "I'm sorry. I'm moving on." I'm not saying forget about him, but I'm just saying this let, is let's, beyond that. Let's, now. let's 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 break this down in this scope. Of Kenny things, Ward anyway. is gone. The grievance has been won. 
Mark Hall's accusations that the firemen did some heinous shit has now been poo-pooed on by the state fire marshal. So we got all these things. And you have a, a major outcry of public who has nothing to do with the fire department. That's where I'm going. Coming up. That's the next thing. What is the commission going to do about what Trish Purton got up there in front of God and everybody and said? This woman uh, and was... She's reputable. You know. Yeah, I mean... She was the economic development lady here in town. She was the assistant city manager here in town. She was the, uh, the, the executive officer of Montgomery County Action Council. She now works for the state. She's not like just some idiot off the street, you know, that saw the tornado with the five teeth. Mm -hmm. She's somebody. Well, she said that Mark Hall was rude to her. He was unprofessional and all these things. You had uh, the principal of the school get up there and say he had issues. And he didn't get up there without approval of the oh, higher-ups. Sure I guarantee you not, that. Not when you're coming on as a representative of you also had things. Yeah, you also had another very well-respected man in town from the Boys and Girls Club get up there mm -hmm. and give his whole thing about him turning down the... Uh, the wrestling thing at the boys and girls club. Yeah. And that's not to mention the, anybody from the fire department right, right. there that countless people, former fire fires, um, former fire chiefs, those, those sort of people, everybody that you just name right there is somebody reputable and that is not commissioners related I, to the fire department. Right. I don't know how much of this I want to say because I'm not going to get into it a big deal because of, kind of weird sure there's a reason nobody in town knew that our local fireman was going to go fight for a charity event to raise uh -huh. money for the special olympics <laughs> right and to raise money for the oklahoma burn house there's a reason which was a really good time it's a good time it only cost 25 bucks it was it we felt like a big like damn deal front row seats of the whole it was i, I mean it was, what i'm getting at is time, yeah. there's a reason why you weren't told about it it wasn't made a big deal because somebody told them that they couldn't make it a big deal. Can we? We can't talk about the differences. Let's just talk about the differences without saying anything. If you looked at the fight card, which is a picture of every individual, right? Every person was either a fireman or a cop. They was fighting each other, right? Every cop had on cop gear, you know, the whatever uniform they wear now, you know. Every fireman had, is it called bunk bunker gear? I think it's bunker gear, right? They're Something out the like fireman that. outfit. Mm -hmm. I don't know the exact word, but they it's had it. on their their hat or their their their. Is it, what is it? Is it bunker gear? Dude, we don't. I feel like a dumbass. Keep asking the same know, question. Man. But anyway, well, my answer hasn't changed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. But anyway, every one of them had their uniform of doing business on, except for our guy was wearing a red union shirt. Yeah. Huh. There was a reason why he wasn't. Huh. I mean, if you can't understand what I'm saying. Right. Two plus two doesn't equal jello, people. What is wrong with this guy? What is this guy's beef, first of all? Can we get the fireman and the commission and the city manager in a room and just lock the door until they get it figured out? So. What is the beef with this dude, and, man? And a lot of other businesses and, like, corporations and whatnot, at the end of the year, you get this, like, uh, you've been in the seat, so I'm going to throw this out at you. Um at the end of the year, you have like a year in review of your, uh, your evaluation, your evaluation, yeah. your attributes for the year, your shortcomings. You have a discussion about goals, your overall performance of the year, right? Your goals moving forward, whatnot. Is that happening? 
are we doing that with this guy? So if you are, are they just uh, sweeping stuff under the road? And they're like, yep, doing a good job. Nothing is a pile of smoldering ashes. Let's roll into next so year. So if you went the ne- you went look back the last three months, and I'm in a review with Mr. Hall. So you've had local news here talking about the firing of the fire chief. You've had three or four prominent citizens up there complaining about you. You've had you made protests acu- you made your- you made accusations which i think they probably were led i got a feeling the commission was misled probably because you hope. i can't imagine that they would you hope. play along with that narrative yeah. if they i bet they felt kind of awkward 14 hours later when the fire marshal put out their statement yeah good maybe i just don't understand how they can continue to back this guy and and what is his damn problem? I really hope that I win. And I know it's going to be an awkward relationship with me and Mr. Hall. Because I'm telling you right now, I am not pro Mr. Hall. It will be, I will be a vote to send Mr. And, Hall packing. I mean, to be honest, you you can't even really say that that's because of the firefighter things. That's just another, no, that's just right. another tally on the list. And, and we've talked about this before. The firefighters and I have talked about before. We haven't always agreed. No, we haven't. <laughs> so, so anybody out there thinking that Justin is just in the pocket of, or the firemen are in the pocket of, no, we have not agreed in the past, but I like to look at everything objectively. Mm-hmm. And I think they were in the right on this deal. I think Mr. Ward, from what I have seen, was fired wrongly. I don't know everything. You don't. I yeah. don't, but just from the outside, it doesn't look good. Well, that and perception is... Exactly. You know? That that leads me into what I was going to say. We have nothing to go off of here except for assumptions of an outside-looking-in perspective of what other people are saying, secondhand news, but it's from people that are reputable. I mean, the citizenry is like, dude, what... Like you just said, what is this guy's freaking deal, Right. Like, how do we keep... What does he have over you guys? (laughs) That's what everybody keeps asking. I've seen so many people, I say everybody, that's just a blanket statement, but I I have seen so many people pose that question of, what does this guy have over the commission? What is their deal? Why are we not hearing anything except for, apparently, more flack being thrown at the citizenry and not at the guy who you think that they would try to hold accountable, right? Do you think he's like the uh, doctor that had a... The guy from the uh, Beach Boys? Oh, <laughs> Brian Wilson. You think he's like the doctor of Brian Wilson? Yeah. I. And then when the commission He's does, got the remote. It's like the Manchurian candidate. And then when the commission does speak on it, the choices of words and statements in newspapers and in front of the microphone have not been great. That, yeah, that's what I was saying. Throwing more flack and shade and you know I mean, everything at the about, citizenry. You You've only got one commissioner up there that hasn't said anything. It's like, what... You know, <laughs> there, there's some there's a lot of building animosity. Right. But you know what? Give us something. Give well, us something that doesn't involve. I think they did. I, sh- I should. I, I think. think that they think they did or that they thought they were going to. Yeah. But it, it sounds I, I, self glorifying. Yeah. It's it what it sounds it felt like. like a damn victory lap is what it felt yeah. like. And that's not how you do it. Right. Right. I think that. um, I, And we don't know if they were misled or not. I, I hope. God, I hope they were. I hope so. But it doesn't. I, I like. It doesn't change their their wording, though. Yeah, it doesn't change the words that they chose to use. In there was some very there was some very judgy body languages and very gloaty, very gotchas things. There was and audible sounds from a couple of them that 
I am sure that they thought that this was like this is it. We got right them. the nail in the coffin. Look, now, everybody, we exactly. we had now, spiking the football. We, we had it right to begin with. Now they'll go back and they'll be quiet. Now everybody knows what they've done. Or what he's done, and, and that's, then the, and then that's the very, my jump. I'm know, assuming that he's the that they're saying <laughs> that Ward is the one who. I, apparently, did it. they know who did it. I'm assuming it's that. Well, I think that's an assumption. That's an assumption. I don't know who that is because they said it wasn't normally the person that put it in. Well, he he hasn't had to deal with one. I bet somebody knows who put it in, and somebody sure. made a mistake. It's pretty. It's if you know who it was, tell me. You know what. At the end of the day, I know that there are policies in place. I know that there's laws in place. But I can tell you, I've never sat in one of those seats up there. But if I was on that commission and I was taking all the free ass chewings constantly and every other week. Free ass chewings. Free ass chewings. I would be pissed, right? But you know what? Where I wouldn't steer my dismay towards? The people who were pissed at me to make them even more pissed at me. Don't you want? You're you're there to represent. Exactly. The people. That's yeah. what's weird about the whole deal. It is. It is. And I mean, unless they're getting just a shit metric ton of support in private that we don't know about. Because I've talked well, about this before. We have You'll get a lot of support people. in private that you tell them this is not what they want. It doesn't matter because they're not there. Right. What the news is seeing and everybody else is a room full of people not in support and they're telling you that we don't like this guy and here's all these people coming up telling you that we don't like this guy and meanwhile the commission just sits up there and says we can't discuss this right but when they do it's but then when they do they they clearly sided with this guy who nobody wants yeah i understand i did a public information request whatever the hell you think that thing is to get uh mr hall's contract the other day pretty easy anybody can have it uh if he is let go or whatever, for whatever reason, his contract is suspended, he gets six months pay, 70-some thousand dollars, no matter 73 what. or no something No matter like if that. he messed up, no matter if he... At this time, I think it's a great investment to write that dude a check for 70-some yep. thousand dollars. Well, you know what? Send him back to liberal. And NFL, NFL teams cut quarterbacks loose all the time and bite the bullet on Take the taking hit. that hit and move on. Because how many Get other... Get the next guy in. Let's talk about events. How many other events... Has he canceled that we don't know about? A couple that we know of. I can think of two charity events that he shit on. Yep. One of them that was in Tulsa and one of them that was going to be right here in town. What is going on, dude? Yeah, that sure shows that you're invested in the community, right? Yeah, I mean, I've been wanting to kind of do an event. I'm glad I didn't bring it up because you know what would have happened to it? It would have got shit on. Oh, you don't have a chance right now. Hell no. <laughs> don't have a chance you in think hell. Yancey's being targeted for code. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow, it. man. We're not even going to like yeah. your your application for event won't even make it to the nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope. whatever. So, I'll finish up on that. I was at Yancey's house there day since I've talked about this last time and I sit in the street from the perspective that he the, you. that the code no, he, was right. he knows where I live. That the code enforcement <laughs> I was officer with him. I was. the code enforcement officer had to be sitting. I looked into Yancey's yard where another car was sitting, not the car in question, and I went, there's no way in hell that guy could tell from sitting right here unless he stopped the car and got binoculars out and zoomed in on your tag to find out that it was overdue, which once again, the new sticker was in the house because Yancey doesn't drive his late model Mustang GT all the time. It's his fun, cool guy car. Mm -hmm. He drives his work car every day, and that car sometimes doesn't move. So, you know, it's like, 
guess I'm just I'm still just flabbergasted and, by the whole concept that something that's sitting in your yard and not like and not even barely right like it's, it's a just late sitting model in your Mustang. yard. It's a nice car. <sighs> and then, do you want to share the other little bit of information, which some people think is just uh, bullshit, but the person that you're page like a page, you know. Same day. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, what what really kind of put me over the top was the fact that somebody that is closely related to the code officer uh, liked the page the same day that the the warning was given. Which looks so, like I got his ass. Pay attention to what he says now. Very coincidental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was targeted, man. Plain and simple. I mean, tell me otherwise. By the way, the other day, remember I told you that the uh, yard we drove by that looked like ass mm-hmm. because. And then that that person bitched out the next door neighbor because of the oh, whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That guy. About that. They, they mowed. They, <laughs> they bail it out too. Out there doing work, man. Shit. Out there doing work. I don't know. We've got two code enforcement officers in this town. You know, Mark Hall just got up there and said, we're strapped for cash. We've only got 8,800 people in this town. we got two code enforcement officers. What do we need two code enforcement officers for? Just one check tags and one measure grass? I mean, huh. I don't know. What's going on? I feel you know, like ironic I'm, is that they they have a real place in this town. Like, I mean, a real place in the community. They're n- needed. Sure, I, I could find seven hundred things for them to do in an hour. Right, if you're doing what you're really supposed right. to be doing. Well, and you know that that job sucks. You're going to be a bad guy right. when you Nobody's have that job. When yeah. you have that job, but sure. there is a way to do that job. And this is me to do once correctly. again. Ah, that job needs to be done this way, but. There is a way to do that job to where you're not just going around doing things. You clearly way. were targeted, man. For and sure. I'm sure just they've like... drove by our house to see if they could catch us doing something. Yeah, I'm sure it's coming. I'm your Huckleberry. Come on, yeah. bring it. You know, I don't give a like shit. Like I said, man, I mean, see something wrong, come knock on the door and tell me so come we can talk about it. I'm a, nice, I'm a nice guy. Well, Some say. Anyway, I guess we covered all that shit, right? Yes. Martin for commission. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I don't know who else is running. I haven't heard any names. I've got some ideas who I think is probably running. You know, the they're out there. Yeah. But uh, whatever. They can run their own damn campaign. I ain't going to help them. I hope, uh, you know, I had, I'm trying to be a, what do you call it? Not a total asshole here. I don't, <laughs> I don't think of myself whole high. The 20-year-old dumbass drug using moron that didn't have a job cannot believe the people that tell me people respect you and they support you. <laughs> if you told Justin that of 30 years ago, he'd be like, yeah, you're high, man. You going to share, you know, it, mm-hmm. there's no way. So what I guess I'm getting at is anybody can do anything they want. Just pull your head out of your ass a little bit and treat people right. And eventually people will, Vote for you. And if I win, great. If I don't, hey, whatever. I'll still be here on this podcast telling you what you're doing wrong. So, and then if I win, they'll be telling me what I'm doing wrong. Because I guarantee you ain't going to make everybody happy. Never, but hopefully it's not the you know whole community. And there's so much shit you could go listen to here and all the things I've said on this in the last four years. Have at it. Make your little video, whatever you want to do. The last time that helped me out, I got the most votes when somebody tried to make fun of me off social media. That's true. Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. I've said poo-poo words on here. I've said some really crazy shit. Uh, whatever. Hey, if I could throw out a quick plug real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So tomorrow night, I will yeah. once again be on the Russ Finley podcast. Uh, he comes out of New Zealand. It'll be Russ Finley, myself, and then uh, later into the episode, executive producer Haney J will be joining us. And uh, so listen in. Is Haney, is that a woman or man? That's a woman. Woman? Yeah. What is she executive producer of? Uh, she feeds us info oh, uh, okay. to talk about and right. helps us with right. the podcast. So. All right. I didn't know. Maybe she's like, okay, never mind. So basically, she's in charge. <laughs> that's good. All right. Well, I guess that's all for us. And uh, like I said, go over to WKOPodcast.com and follow us on the social medias and share this and all those things. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.